Good morning, America, and welcome to Sports Center. How are all of you today? I hope everyone is having a great day today. This is sponsored by Sports Center. Thank you all for tuning in. Today, I will be talking about the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. I will be convincing all of you that the Dallas Cowboys are a better football team than the Philadelphia Eagles. There are so many reasons why this is true because number one, the Dallas Cowboys have way more championships than the Philadelphia Eagles. Secondly, the Dallas Cowboys are the most valuable franchise team, meaning that they are worth $5 billion. Also, the Dallas Cowboys have great stats according to ESPN.com. It shows that the Dallas Cowboys have more yards passing of 313.8 and the Eagles have 247.0. To add on yards rushing, the Dallas Cowboys have 138.8 while the Philadelphia Eagles have 11.2. We also have a great fan base. There are more than 740,000 people who attend the home games per season. This is more than the Eagles. Furthermore, we have a great roster of players than the Philadelphia Eagles. The last game the Eagles had played us was on December 12, 2018. The Dallas Cowboys had beaten the Eagles 29-23, and also that previous game, the Cowboys had defeated the Eagles of a score of 6-0. Just recently, the Cowboys had beaten the Eagles on Sunday, October 20th, 37-10. This win had determined if either team would move on to first place, and clearly, the Cowboys had moved up to first place. The matchup predictor says that the Cowboys' winning percentage is 62.8% and the Eagles 36.9%. There are many theories about the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles of how the rivalry has started. Let me tell you why I think the greatest rivalry in sports had begun. There, were, there was a player named Michael Irvin the Dallas Cowboys wide receiver. On FoxSports.com, it says this ended up being Michael Irvin's last game at Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia. Irvin caught a pass from Troy Aikman and sustained a spinal cord injury as he has begun wheeled off on a stretcher. A portion of Eagles fans cheered. It was the, the last applause Irvin would ever get on the field, and for all the Eagles fans knew, he could have suffered a serious neck injury. None of that bothered him. He said years later, it was a compliment for Philly to cheer me, said Irvin, who later learned that a narrowing of a spinal column made it too dangerous for him to continue his career. Philly wasn't cheering my injury. They were cheering for my departure. Thank God he's leaving the field. He's been killing us. Thank God maybe now we have a chance to win. You've never heard me say one negative thing about the Philadelphia crowd. This just shows that the Eagles are a nasty team they do anything to beat the Dallas Cowboys. They ended a three-time Super Bowl champion and a five-time Pro Bowler's career. My theory is that the Cowboys could have won their sixth Super Bowl if it weren't for the Philadelphia Eagles injuring Michael Irvin. Now, Eagles fans would say so much, they would say that we have a better fan base, or they would say at least we won a Super Bowl in the 20th century. They would say when the last time the Cowboys made the Super Bowl, which was 1996. But towards the end, it really doesn't matter, because we are a more successful team. Now, let's listen to a short clip of how the Cowboys are better than the Philadelphia Eagles. 
match. And the boys or the Eagles? Well, first of all, I have to give it to the Cowboys, number one, because the last time we saw them on the same field as the Eagles, they stomped them. That's number one. They ain't beat them. They stomped them. They stomped them out. Now, obviously, the Philadelphia Eagles, there has been reticence about your secondary, but Darby is back, Mills is back, McLeod and Jenkins are back in the secondary, so you anticipate that they'll be better. I would say to you that yesterday is no kind of test whatsoever because Mitchell Trubisky completing just 10 passes and 21 attempts, throwing for about 153 yards. He's just pathetic. I mean, if you're the Chicago Bears, my condolences to you as a city, as a franchise, and everything in between. I don't know why we're not talking about the executive who elected to move up and get to get Mitchell Trubisky at the expense of Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. The two best I mean, players I mean, in the could, could you just imagine what the Chicago Bears would be like if one of those two brothers was their quarterback? We'd be talking about the Chicago Bears as potential. Super Bowl champions right now instead of the San Francisco 49ers, by the way. But getting back to Philadelphia in comparison to Dallas, let's be very, very clear. When we look at the Philadelphia Eagles, what happened? I think the key to all of this is Deshaun Jackson. When Deshaun Jackson is on the field, he gives you a vertical game. Without him, once again, Nelson Aguilar is out there. Alshon Jeffrey dropped another pass yesterday. Zach Ertz can only do but so much. You don't have a, a vertical passing game because none of them can gain that level of separation. Deshaun Jackson is supposed to be the guy to do it for you. He's out with an abdomen injury. He comes back. One drive. One catch, and then he's out. Nobody knows whether he retweaked his abdomen or whatever the case may be. Some people are speculating he shouldn't have came back yesterday. Next week is a bye week. Now, let's listen to another clip of how the Cowboys are better than the Philadelphia Eagles. Good Cowboys. Or bad Eagles? Well, as pathetic as the Philadelphia Eagles were, and we all know this, I'm going to give the Dallas Cowboys credit where credit is due because I am a fair man. That's why I'm going to do it. I could sit up there and ravage off a whole bunch of stuff, but I'll leave Max to Philadelphia to Max, rather. I'm going to give the Dallas Cowboys and my buddy Jerry Jones, I'm going to give them some love on this particular Monday morning. Here's the bottom line. Dak Prescott looked absolutely sensational. Now, granted, he got, he got to step back, sit back in the pocket, take pictures, call his girlfriend, ask her, when, when we going out to dinner, and all of this other stuff, where he threw a damn pass because he had absolutely positively nothing to worry about because the Eagles couldn't get at him pretty much all night long. He had all day to throw the football. That, uh, Ezekiel Elliott and the rest of their running game, they didn't explode for anything, but they were moving the chains constantly. And Demarcus Lawrence was a monster. He came into the game, Doug Peterson you know, chirping a little bit, talking smack. This man said, you don't get to play, shut the hell up. You know what I'm saying? They got to play for you, and we'll be ready for them. And sure enough, he handled his business for us. Fumble, had a sack, had about four or five tackles. He looked, and, and their defense ultimately looked stout. In the yeah. end, we have to look at the Cowboys and say, look, from top to bottom, there is no question about their talent. We might question their coaching. We might question their leadership from above, but there is no question about their talent, and last night they showed us why. The Eagles, this was bad Eagles. This is obviously bad Eagles. And they were supposed to be an elite team this year. And Stephen A., before I even get to Carson Wentz, the defense was an abomination. They got outcoached. They were bad in every facet of... Thank you all for tuning in in this podcast.
See you all on Sunday Night Football at 8.30 p.m. Central Time.